Welcome to Hello Governor of the Podcast. As always, I am Abdullah, and my guest today is introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Savannah Menzel, voice actress. <laughs> uh, so, first question is the obvious one How did you get started? Uh, well, I was, mm, I think maybe 14 when I was given the chance to audition for Girls and Panzer. Um, and I auditioned for it and I got the part and um, I did a little like bit parts here and there. Um, but then at some point they changed the rules and you, it was 18 plus you needed to voice act. So 14 wasn't cutting it anymore. So I took a break for a while until I turned 18 um, and then I started auditioning again and I started getting some roles. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. How did you find the um, anime dubbing process? Was it easy to get into or was it hard? Um, I mean, I, I was lucky enough that um, someone I knew growing up uh, got into the voice acting industry. Uh, or, was sorry, not got into, was already in the voice acting industry. And they're the one who gave me the opportunity to audition. So, a bit of nepotism there. But um, because of them, I got the chance... Keeping keeping it steady has been a bit difficult, um, but I'm sure that most voice actors would agree with me on that one. It's a lot of auditioning and a lot of like not getting parts. So, oh no, I mean auditioning is the job. Like that is <laughs> no, no, exactly. That's what they don't tell you is like, oh wait, you mean auditions are the job? Yep. <laughs> no, literally, I've sent so many, and it's I. Like there's, I mean, there's even stuff that I've um, gone in and recorded for, and then it just never came out. Like it was never, like made into, like never posted or never like dubs. I did, and I was like, oh, okay. So, I mean, I, I still got paid, but it was like it's just it's it's interesting to see, you know, what makes it and what doesn't. And now, what do you love and hate about what you do? Oh man, what do I love and hate? Um, I love, I love being in the booth. I love getting to know people in the industry. I'm so sorry. Are you hearing my dad's laptop right now? <laughs> it's kind of loud. Um, I love being able to talk to people and get to know fellow voice actors. And I also love being in the booth with, with directors. They're, every director I've worked with has been incredibly kind and fun and funny. Um, so they're always making me laugh. It's like always a fun time in the booth. Um, but it is really fast paced. So I, I find myself sometimes not giving my best performance because I'm on a time limit. Um, so it's um, listening back to a lot of my performances. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, if I just did one more take. But it's mainly it's it's like me, you know, I part of the another part of the job is is learning to um, just get it right the first time. <laughs> that that's that's really the hard part. Yeah, because you don't have a lot of time. Sometimes a scene is like what one or two seconds and you got to match those lip flaps and you only got yeah. like three beeps and that's it. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, sometimes you don't even like know the context. I mean, that's not true. The, the directors will walk you through it. But from what I've learned is like, definitely going into the booth, do a little research about the show beforehand. No, duh. Um, because because you go there and they'll be like, okay, so today you're a little girl and her mother murdered, just got murdered in front of her. Are you ready? And you're like, oh, oh, oh okay. So, <laughs> I mean, it's really, really fun, but um, sometimes I find myself like just... <sighs> you have to have a, like a level of spontaneity which is very different from other forms of acting so it makes it unique for sure yeah because it's you're not only brought into for a short amount of time because like you know it's because you don't know like you don't know if if your character is is a one shot or if they're gonna come back or if yeah that's a, another thing or if it's a recurring role because sometimes because because sometimes uh someone is brought in for like one or two episodes and then their character just like disappears for a couple episodes and then if a show gets another season and that ca character comes back and then it's like oh hey um remember that character yeah. you did like five years ago <laughs> oh genuinely and then thank god directors are, are nice enough to like play back old voice bits so you're like okay okay i know and of course like I, i'll go back and rewatch old parts before i go in for like second seasons and stuff but but yeah no you just sometimes and even worse when your character gets gets killed off or disappears or something and it's like oh god, god but there's always that hope maybe they might be reincarnated or something you never know so and sometimes, like, you work on something and it just doesn't get another season. And it's like, oh, well, that's oh it. <laughs> One of my favorite projects, I, and not even just because I loved dubbing it, but um, Land of the Lustrous, I, oh, God, that show is just good. It's just a good show. Um, and so every day, <laughs> I follow the Reddit page <laughs> because I'm, like, always staying up to date because I really like the story in and of itself. So, I read the manga and everything, and I'm just like, please give it another season. I don't even have to dub it. I just want another season. So, shout out to any Land of the Lustrous fans. Deserves another yeah. season. Yeah, no, I was about to ask, like, what was it like working on something that, A, was, was hugely popular at the time? And, and going into an anime like that must have been, like, really scary because it's, it's, a, it's a hugely popular uh, property. And you're already, you're already going in there with a lot of heat because a lot of people don't even prefer English dubs. Like, that's already, yeah. like, an automatic. Yeah. Like, every time I have someone who does, like, anime dubs, it's like, yeah, we, you know, I, I have to deal with, with no. people coming up to them <laughs> going, like, oh, you're not the real actor. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Like, I listen, I get it. To be, to be fair, before I got into to dubbing, I, I was, okay, I am a big anime fan in and of itself. But when I was in middle school, I was super, super into anime. And I was one of those obnoxious people. I would never go up to the voice actors or anything, but I was like, sub for life. But now that I'm on the other side of it, um, I just, <laughs> I'm realizing everything that goes into it. I have a lot more respect for dubs. Definitely. I, st I watch dubs now. There were dubs I watched before, but it's hard because I was like, it was, I was weirdly on both sides. 
So I understand when people are like, oh my God, the sub for this is so much better. I'm like, listen, I get it. I get it. But like, give it a chance. There are some really, really great dubs out there. And the actors work really, really hard. So not saying that I do. I do. <laughs> I do. But, you know, the my, my fellow co-workers, my fellow voice actors are all, they really do try and they care. Uh, and I was about to ask, like, uh, regarding uh, Land of the Lustrous, did you ever get a chance to meet uh, Bortz, um, voice actress? No, we've never met. But I, I believe I've met her sister in passing, Juliet Simmons. I have met her because I'm, I'm pretty sure her sister is the one who does, who does Bort, who she did a fantastic job, by the way. Um, I was watching the dub and I was like, oh, wow. It's so weird because you record separately. And then you just sort of figure out who's who as you go, as you watch. Like the like whenever they do those, um, when they announce the voices is sort of when I find out who the other voices are. Usually, sometimes I'll ask in the booth because I'm curious. But um, yeah, no, it was. Uh, I've never gotten to meet her in person, which sucks. Maybe one day. Because you know, for anyone who hasn't seen the the um, the anime or read the manga. You know, you your your characters have like a huge history together, and I and I was about to ask, like, what was the hardest scene to record for that show? God, I I honestly, if I could go back, and I was eighteen when I recorded that, so I um, uh, I was so young, and I going back to listen to that performance is kind of hard, um, but the hardest scene to record, honestly, probably. The, the beginning scenes are always the hardest for me because you're still sort of figuring out the character and where it sits, um, which honestly, I should have that figured out before I go in the booth. And I try to now I try to. But at the time, it was kind of like it was a bit rocky at first and you can hear it in the performance. But um, that scene with like Foss grabbing Daya's legs and she's like, ah! um, the, making those little noises was always really hard for me. Um, and it sounds, <laughs> it sounds pretty forced listening to it now. It just sounds a bit goofy. <laughs> um, also my yelling has gotten a lot better. So the yelling scenes, I sound very, like my voice, oh, I shouldn't be saying this. I think I did a pretty decent job, but like my voice cracks at times during the yelling, which maybe it's in character. Um, but my yelling has gotten a lot better, a lot more breath support. So those scenes were probably the hardest. Emotionally, um, the scenes with Bort were pretty brutal. But um, I feel like I understood where Daya came from with that. Bort really, uh, it, it's, it's hard being second place, you know, and kind of forgotten. Anyway, um, I don't know if I, I kind of answered that question. <laughs> No, I, I was about. I was just about to say um, regarding efforts. That's another thing I've noticed that's that uh, people don't take into consideration is that yeah, uh, efforts are um, can really um, mess make you or up. break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Because like, I, oh my gosh, listening to my listening to my old efforts. I mean, listen, not that I'm much. I think I'm better now. But like when I was first starting, like I didn't quite understand the concept of efforts. Um, especially when I was like 14 and like, so they'd be like, just do a sound here, do like a, an effort sound. And I was like, oh, a, a what? 
because that's not what normal people normal people don't but it's such a voice acting thing to like you got to add sound to the to the pushes to the to the hits to the you know and um i've gotten a lot better now i still need to work on it but yeah i find that like oh god it really a stilted effort sound can can really take someone out of a viewing experience. Yeah, I mean you can have like a bloody battle and then you can just you just hear ah ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, genuinely. And, and and I mean like uh, I I don't really blame the voice actors that much cuz I I get it. When you're first getting introduced to efforts, you you want to be shy about it, but you got to really like get in the mindset of like like conceptually if i'm pushing a heavy object what would that feel like rather cuz you just you you get in your head in the booth you're like oh a sound uh okay i can make a uh oh uh, oh uh, uh, sound you know but it's like oh god it can yeah exactly it can really take you out and i've watched dubs where i've been like oh i shouldn't say that <laughs> i've watched stuff where i've heard efforts and stuff where i was like oh geez that could have been better but but I mean I don't want to be too hard when I listen to something and I like it 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 kind of bugs me if like the mouth flaps don't match or if it yeah. sounds a little bit off because I'm like look simul dubs are a thing and we have to get this out faster now and a lot of times these people just don't have time like that's yeah. the thing yeah. I mean I because I listened to other interviews with voice actors and they flat out say like yeah that was terrible I did not have time to fix that wish I did but oh well you know I was 100%. on a schedule 100% I have performances where and I don't really blame anyone if anything I blame the lack of time um all the directors I've worked with with have been phenomenal but it really is like you get one take and if the take is passable then we got to move on cuz it's like t- time um and there yeah it, it i mean god i one of my earliest performances listening back to it um i, I can just say i'll just say what it is review starlight um i just i mean god I, it's not my best performance at all i was very young but um it, it similarly i was like figuring my way through it and the timing thing the timing aspect and yeah i i agree with the other actors on that it's just like time really is can be a killer yeah i mean it wasn't back in the day where it would it would usually take like 2 or 3 years to get an official english dub and people had time <laughs> to work on these things now it's like with streaming everything's done simultaneously and with simul dubs sometimes the english dub drops the same time as the japanese episode does which is remarkable yeah i mean one that's impressive but also it kind of puts more pressure on the dub actors because it's like oh you want this on the same day as the japanese release oh boy (laughs) i know yes it does and especially yeah like the directors and like god and they have to cast especially big casts they have to cast so many people and make sure they all sound different, and then the lip slap match, and that the script is sounds okay. Um, that's just like that's a lot. I mean, they've gotten really good at it. It's just a lot of like. There's a point where you just gotta be like, Ugh, we got it. We gotta get it in because we have yeah. We have to get it out when the when the sub comes out, which I don't know. It, I guess that's just the system they have in place. Um, 
Yeah, it it sucks that there's there's a rush to it, but it's kind of part of the fun. <laughs> kind of. I mean, you can't really do anything about it because, again, like it's this is the world we live in now. Everything has to be, you know, uh, everything's on streaming. Everything's like people want the content faster. Like it's not. God, I remember years ago when 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 uh, they would announce that they had picked up something for like um, an English dub, and we wouldn't even get it until like two years after the anime had already ended. I remember too. <laughs> like, it's. Like, yeah, if they got a dub, it was like, oh, my God, I got a dub? After all this time? Yeah, I remember that. Um, I mean, I, I used to watch, as much as I was a sub-elitist in middle school, I, I watched all the classic dubs. Um, and oh, that's another thing. I feel like I'm jumping all over the place. Um, ask me ask me the next question before I, I ramble no, 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 on. No, no, go ahead. You know, I, I was just... I, I The other thing I was... I was gonna say, oh, this is kind of nerdy, but seeing older voice actors who I watched perform as kids, like meeting them, that is that's so cool. I I try not to fangirl; I play it off, <laughs> but it is it's really cool. I've I've met some voice actors that were like, God, in just some of my favorite shows, and I just I, and seeing them as like a coworker is like so bizarre. I mean, maybe I'm not quite there yet, but I'm at least starting out as like. So I, I'm like I'm working on projects with them, which is so crazy. Yeah, but but I mean, you uh, you're not the first person I've talked to who has had that experience because I remember like because um, I've had like people who who had just started out or just started out or had just worked on a couple anime projects, but like because because the Texas um, the Texas uh, talent pool is small. It, it's yeah. a, it's a it's you know everybody knows everybody at some point. It's so true that that is so true. Like um, if anybody is listening, if anybody's listening who's plan on plans on um, being a voice actor or wants to be a voice actor, just like just know like it's really about knowing people. And that sounds terrible, but it's like just behave yourself, um, be kind to the people around you, and you'll do fine. Yeah. I mean, there's more than that. It's more than that, but, but like that's a big part of it because it it's so small. Everybody talks. Everybody knows each other. Yeah, no, and it's and it's kind of funny you mentioned like um, people uh, you grew up watching, because I remember with the with the original um, Dragon Ball Z cast, I'm shocked a lot of them are still not only still working but are still like knocking it out of the park when it comes to. They're so good. That's the other thing. Is like it's like I. I'm I'm fully aware that I, you know, I I'm sort of figuring it out day by day as a voice actress. I try to practice at home, but I'm also I'm simultaneously I'm going to college right now as well. So I I'm studying art and trying to keep this voice acting thing going on and um it's I'm aware that of my shortcomings as a voice actress and hearing them perform is so humbling every time. Like the like the veterans, they just get in and they know what they're doing and they don't pop. They don't hit their S's too hard. Ugh, I'm like, how, how? They're just so good. It really is. It's amazing. Yeah, no, and it's kind of amazing because you would think after so many long years of doing this that they would like slow down or you would notice like a, a, a change in their performance. No, like nope. it's just like 
If anything, they get better. Oh man, um, man, Mike McFarland is um is the main oh, character God. of uh, Odd Taxi. I was like shocked. I'm like, that's yeah. Mike McFarland. Oh, holy crap! I had no idea he was that. Good. I know. I know. It's it is remarkable, and like I'm trying to think of some like performances I've heard recently that I was like, I mean, okay. Do you know you know Sarah Winden Windenhaft? Oh yeah, she's she's slowly yeah. on her way becoming like the one of the big breakout stars from the Oh Texas yeah, absolutely. Series. I mean she's great. I God, I she's just so good. And I know she's like not an older voice actress or a classic, but she's been around for a bit. Um seeing her do her like do power in Chainsaw Man, so good. I was like, I, and that that's crazy because I've worked on projects with her, of course, not in the same room or anything, but it's like, it's just that, like, I don't know, it's it's so humbling in a way, because it's like, oh my god, that she's just so phenomenal. But like, as for classic voice actors, like, John Swayze, phenomenal. He was like, I watched him in like, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and he's still amazing. Every day, he can get up and perform just like... Like, it's just, like, no big deal. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and it's so good every time. Yeah, I mean, you keep forgetting, like, a lot of these people have been doing it for... God, years. Yeah, years. Like, maybe... Decades. Yeah, decades. And it's like, okay, how old are some of you guys? Because this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and they keep getting, like, I God, I wish. Like, knock on wood. I, I hope to keep getting work for a while, at least. That, um... It's amazing that they keep steady work. It, like honestly, like it, it it's a it's a hustler job for sure. Like you were saying earlier, audition, audition, audition. Talk to people, talk to your voice actors, talk to directors. Um, and they hustle every day. I assume. No, I mean you have to. Like you, you, yeah. you have to. Like that's one of the things I've learned from doing this show is that. You know, I, I know a lot, not a lot of people want to talk about like networking and stuff like that, but it's really important. It really it's so is. Important. It's like it's it's one of those like make or break type things like because, yeah, sure. It's great having friends in the industry, but like sometimes you kind of need to, to 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 go to these events, to go to the social events, to, to, you know, network. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like doing that, but like, trust me, it it's it's really beneficial in getting your name out there. It went, no, like, I, yeah, I can't emphasize it enough. Like, knowing people is half of the battle. I, it's, un, it's unfortunate, but true. Um, I mean, I actually, I really like talking to people. I like people, but it is, it's, it's, you know, people hire people they trust. Um, and of course, once you get the foot, your foot in the door, like being on time, being kind, I've already said all that. Um, <laughs> Being on time, that's a hard one for me. <laughs> but I try, I try. Um, and out of all the characters you voiced, uh, which one would you say was the most challenging? The most challenging? Oh. Um, I recently voiced Irum Yui in Made in Abyss. And that one was i mean it was a quickie it wasn't a super long strenuous part but i mean just the circumstances around her whole situation i don't want to spoil anything but um she doesn't really have a happy story um there was a lot of screaming 
So that was pretty, that was, it, it pushed me definitely. And I, I really loved, I really loved doing it. Um, I'd say probably, that was probably one of my hardest. Let me think. Games are pretty difficult too, because you don't have the visuals to aid you. So you're just reading from a script and hearing the Japanese voice. Um, at least for a lot of the Japanese novels that I've, um, or not, not novels, Japanese, um, JRPGs I've done. It's been like looking at a script and then hearing the Japanese, which it definitely helps to see a character's emotions. Um, so those those have been pretty difficult. <sighs> yeah, I think those are. It's hard to remember. You do a lot of little bit parts that you forget. <laughs> no, uh, Made in Abyss. It's kind of funny you mentioned that show because. Um... I don't know if you've seen this meme where it's like what I watched, what I expected, and what I got. Oh my god! I, I remember seeing one of those from Made in Abyss where it's like what I what I watched, what I expected, and then like what I got was like this like horrible. <laughs> I think it was like Berserk or something. No, my <laughs> Berserk. Oh my god! It 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 is it is genuinely it is horrific. Um, that show is. Um, I. I mean, it's the world building is phenomenal, and I think that's what people really like about it. Um, but the the things they're doing to children on that show, uh, and I watched the whole first season. All right, I I I got the gist. Um, yeah, it's a pretty brutal. It is a pretty brutal show. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny because like I remember just going on the impression of like, oh, it's it's a. It's it's one of, it's one of those shows where it it has like a cutesy art style, but it, uh, characters are dismembered and everyone dies and all that stuff. I'm like, I 100%. can handle that. And then I watch like one episode and I'm like, oh, this is this yeah, is rough. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. I honestly like that. I don't. It's so. I just some of the artistic choices in that show are are definitely <laughs> a bit questionable. But it is a wild ride. It's a wild ride for sure. And and the world is incredibly interesting. So I'm actually, I get I'm why actually, people like it. I'm actually surprised that it, it was popular enough to get a second season. Because it's I, been so long since the first one. I'm like, wait, it's got I another know. one. <laughs> I know. And they, and they, well, they did a movie in between. It's actually crazy. People people love it. I mean, I, I, I say that. I'm pretty sure pe- people seem to really like it. Um, Adult Swim like bought the I don't think the rights but like they're playing the Adult Swim like airs it which is crazy I I just like I'm like god how popular is this show people love it they eat it up I'm surprised I mean it's 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 one of those shows like uh you know you show it to anyone who doesn't uh, know anime or or if if, (laughs) it's the ultimate like troll it's like oh you want like a cutesy show well here you go it's it's (laughs) It's basically like this generation's uh, Madoka Magica. I don't know oh my remember god, Madoka Magica! <laughs> I loved that show growing up, but yeah, no, it um, it's definitely adjacent. Um, yeah, it's like the shock value. People just there's something about it. People are like, oh, it's they love the the contradiction of like the cute chibi, um, lolly characters. Mm, I hate that. They're, I hate that they're lollies as well. That's a bit that's a bit sus but um, uh, yeah i just i don't <laughs> i i shouldn't critique it i listen it they has an active fan base and 
people really love it and I, I did read the I watched the anime and read the manga so like the like the story like I'm intrigued I want to know what happens to to Reg and um the whole the whole group of characters um but yeah in general it just it's definitely there's a lot of shock value moments that are who my character's one of them does not end well for her ah uh, sorry to spoil that's a spoiler <laughs> but uh i mean eh. i don't think anything starts well for any of the characters in this universe no, no. it's it, yeah it is a brutal watch I can't imagine doing something like that because because when it comes to anime, you're looking at that stuff. Like you have a visual representation of like what what uh, of those types of scenes. Like you're seeing yeah. it in real time, and you have to like mm -hmm. dub that. And I I can't imagine doing that because I I would just like <laughs> they definitely have like deleted takes of me like where this where the scene popped up, and I was like, oh Jesus Christ. Cause it was just like, oh, whoa, okay, whoa, we're going there. Um, definitely, I, I mean, they warn you. Oh, they, the directors warn you, but there are, yeah, like seeing it on on screen was a little like, oh, okay, whoa, that's that is brutal. But yeah, you do get a warning beforehand, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, but but it's still kind of like that's why I understand like if some people are very selective about the types of stuff they do because again while because certain shows are more like yeah yeah certain shows are a little more risque than others and sometimes you end up in a situation where you play a really despicable character and they do something like really really messed up really and, and it's bad. Like... they do not beat around the bush with an anime i mean i've I knew that, but it just like, yeah, especially when you get a character who's really despicable, it's like, oh gosh, I don't know if I've actually played a character. Mm, no, I don't know if I've ever played a character that was like, oh, they're objectively evil. Um, but definitely like had terrible things happen to my characters. Um, and every time it's just like, oh, did they have to go that far? I guess, I guess, if for artists, if, the, if clearly the creator has a vision, the mangaka, so. And what, was there ever a point where you ever felt like, you know, uncomfortable with doing something, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, no, no, not, no, I don't mind you asking at all. Um, uncomfortable? I've definitely, all the directors have made me feel incredibly comfortable. I've never felt really uncomfortable in a booth but i've definitely well i've definitely said like i'm in a show that's kind of a border borderline etchy adjacent it i mean that's putting it lightly um peter grill um and it that one was definitely interesting to record even though my character's kind of like the the um innocent like doesn't really know what's going on type character there were definitely scenes where i was like oh, jesus christ but it was never i never really felt particularly uncomfortable in the booth luckily i just i've been around really good people now i was shocked that show even got an english dub because i'm i remember watching that i'm like yeah they're, they're, no way anyone's gonna pick up the english uh, to do a dub for this yeah no someone's like uh 
prefer it in dub. Like, okay, I it's available for you if you're interested. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I was surprised as well, to be honest. Hey, hey man, you know, look, I, you know, I, I joke, but when I found out, like, you know, Brittany Karbowski was on that show, and I'm a huge Brittany Karbowski fan, I'm like, yeah, oh, you know, I'll, I'll watch, I'll watch anything she's in. Even even if it's a bit role that that adds nothing, I'm like, hey, there's oh Carbo. <laughs> oh, she's so good. I've run into her a few times in the hall. I don't know if she even remembers me, but she's she's just lovely. Have you have you interviewed her? No, I, I never got the chance. But I met her like virtually during you know the height of pandemic during like a virtual con, and we were just oh. talking, we just talked about her garden, <laughs> like because she's she's big into gardening, and I thought that was really sweet. <laughs> She's lovely. She really is. Um, yeah, she's just she and she's so good. That's oh god. It's it's always like part of me is like oh god. There, I'm so like proud. Not proud is not the right word, but like just like wowed by them. But like simultaneously jealous because I'm like oh I want to be that good. But she's fantastic. Yeah, no, I I think with with those types of shows, when I when I ever whenever I talk to someone who who has worked on those types of shows, what they say that what they usually do is like they play it a lot for comedy, and Peter Grill is already a comedy in general. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, but that's still like it's there's still some really questionable stuff in that show. One hundred percent. I and even more surprising, it got a second season. So like people. <laughs> Clearly, there's an audience. Um, yeah, no, definitely playing it for comedy is the way to go. Because um, I, yeah, just like I, if it, a sincere, like intimate scene recording that, I've never had the opportunity to do that. I would do it, I would. But I can imagine that that could be um, a bit, a bit, that could get uncomfortable. But when you're when it's supposed to be kind of comedic, there, there's like there's an element of fun to it that's like, and camp. It's campy. It's true, pure camp. I mean, you know, and with, with the context of 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 your character, I think it works because you know she's she's kind of a ditch. She doesn't know what you know. Yeah. What sex is? What's and happening? That's, and that's the joke. And God, she's being cucked. <laughs> I know. It's. I, I really feel. I, I'm like. Oh God. I just. Uh, Peter. I. Every every episode, I'm like, girl, just get out. Just run. Get out of there. <laughs> um, I just don't understand. Yeah. God, that show is is wild. I, I will say that I have giggled recording that though multiple times. Peter. God, who's the actor who plays Peter? He is so good. Joe Who's the actor? I, I don't I don't know his name. Joe something. Oh god, I should know that. I should know his name because he's so he absolutely eases Peter. Because hearing him, like hearing him while I'm recording, I'm always like, oh god, he's making me giggle. He's just really he does a really good job. I think there was one line. Uh, there was an exchange between two characters where it's like seeing him in action makes me hard, and it's <laughs> that made me laugh. Jesus. Ugh. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I I will say that I, I got off pretty easy with that one. Like, it, you know, I just, it didn't, um, I didn't get one of the, the most strenuous roles. Um, my character's pretty, like, yeah, again, innocent. Like, I mean, doesn't I'm do so- anything. 
I mean, outside of like one scene with a, you know, tentacle monster. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. oh God, that scene. Oh my God, I forgot about that scene. Yeah, yeah, that scene. <laughs> yeah, except for that one. And also there was, an, there was another like, see, yeah, there were, okay, there were a few, but like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't quite like the, the other girls who have to say some of the most ridiculous things I've, I've ever heard. Yeah, but, but I think like what works with them is that again it's it's played for comedy it's, it's exactly it's comedic and so it's like no one you know with those types of shows it's like no one's watching this like it's not meant to be like you know <laughs> no it's not, I, it's not I, like <laughs> we I've I've made jokes with you know people on the team where it's just like yeah I don't I don't know how closely people are going to be paying attention to this <laughs> No, especially like that's not what they're not watching it for entertainment value. No, there's someone mentioned this in like a review of like the third episode where it opens up with it with the, with the dream sequence. It's like, don't you just love how you don't even get to see her head? It's like it's just her body. Like they knew their audience. They knew. they do they do know their audience. God, it yeah, it just uh, yeah. Peter Girl is is a is a trip. The opening's kind of a bop though. <laughs> I, I think like what makes that show like easy for me to digest is like it's only twelve minutes long. Thank you, because if if it was longer, yeah. I'd be like, okay, no. <laughs> There's no way they could have extended it to twenty minutes. There's no way. Like, what could they have? I it fits perfectly in the twelve minute format because they well they got to figure out some way for Peter to to screw around and like that like that is the the main like point of every every episode right so it's like they're that's their mini arc there's no way they could extend that to 20 minutes <laughs> it's like i want to have a baby no i'm saving myself well <laughs> tough <laughs> oh my god yeah no it's just uh, and they, I, god yeah no and i just in the second season they've inter introduced like um oh god a bunch a bunch of new characters um so it's just like <laughs> It just never ends. There, I, I, I've, the, I, because there is technically, I guess there is kind of a plot, kind of. Every episode has almost like a improvisational tone to it, so it it is. I will say that there are some pretty good comedic moments that I, I have laughed at, but in general, it's it's not the you know, it's not like the um, best show I've been in. <laughs> it's not exactly high art. I because I it always fascinates me whenever I you know talk to someone who works on these types of shows because it's like you have to go into it with a completely different mindset you're not like yeah but at the same I mean yeah you know you you understand what type of show you're in but at the same time it's like you can't um half-ass it like because you're still it's still a job at the end of the day well I right no like I Earlier I said that you don't be sincere in the scenes, but like, no, like there is a level of sincerity for sure. Um, you still have to find some way to connect with the characters um, or with your character. Um, and it, yeah, those shows are a little bit, I wouldn't call them harder, but it's not like there's a whole lot of meat to work with. But playing up the comedic moments is always really fun. Although my character isn't super comedic, but I kind of am the straight man to a lot of scenes. And hey, I mean, it works. I, I feel like, you know, 
for what this show is, I feel like you guys did a de- a, a good job with the material you were given. If I'm being yeah, honest, I mean it's one hundred percent. Given the material, I really think um, like all of the voice actors did pretty damn pretty good. Like I, I don't know. I don't have any critique. Not that I should be critiquing. I think yeah. But it's again yeah for the show it is you know for the source material we did we did pretty great. <laughs> And I, uh, my my next question is like, you know, wh- what was it like working during um, having to? Do, did you ever get the chance to do any sessions during the the height of the pandemic via remote record? <sighs> Not really. My home setup is pretty subpar, um, which isn't great. So I went in for most of the recording stuff, and I went to the booth. And so it it wasn't exactly the height of the pandemic, but right around where it was petering off, they started recording in person again. And that was, I mean, I was so excited because like, oh, I got to go record again. Um, going in, I mean, they, they sanitized everything. You Everyone got their own headsets. We all wore masks until I got into the booth. And then when I got out of the booth, they sanitized the whole thing. It was very procedural. Like, oh, they had like glass up at the front desk. It was crazy. Um, but they were super, super careful, which is really lovely. I'm I'm glad that they took all of the necessary precautions. Um, but it, I mean, it, it's sort of come back, gone back to normal now. Um, but yeah, that was m- mainly my experience in the height of the pandemic, if we're going to call it that. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because there was that period where everything had to be recorded from home. And if you did not have a decent yeah. setup, like either get one or don't. <laughs> no, literally, I, I, I was pretty jobless, but I focused on college mainly. So I but I was home. I was at home doing college online. Um, so I did bad. And then, yeah, towards the end of my stay at home um is when i started getting some more jobs again which was lovely it was so good to see everyone again um who was the most fun person to work with oh that's so hard um i love i really i have gotten super attached to all the directors at sentai um they're all just very cool um i work a lot with shannon shannon Shannon's funny. He's just very, he's just a chill guy. Um, Kyle is also hilarious. Um, God, there are some um, like directors who came in for like one-offs. Um, I'm trying to remember. Hold up, I'm I'm, I'm looking it up. Um, David Walt. Oh my God, how could I forget David? He's he is lovely, lovely, lovely. He always had me dying in the booth. Um. He, um, I recorded, um, Todd Never Falls in Love with him and, oh my God, he's, he, he's just lovely. I mean, all the directors are lovely. Um, but I only really got to work with him once oh twice actually, but my performance in that, (laughs) I would, again, I wish I could go back in time and do better for him. I I was pretty young. I think I was also, I think I might've been 19, 18 or 19, um, so it was just it was just pretty it was kind of a rocky performance but he he was lovely to work with as well oh no david um is is one of those guys who i i'm shocked at how at how well he is to at how he can get 
some of the best performances out of an actor that I've I've ever heard. One, I would love to work with him again. I mean, Kyle is Kyle. Similarly, is is like just good at working with um, the vo voice actors in the booth. He just knows he like he'll he'll know what to say to get you to perform right, and he's good at casting. I think <laughs> he's good at casting, <laughs> but he is he is good at casting. Um, and Shannon, I think strong suit is he can feel like he kind of knows what the scene emotionally, what the scene's going for. He's pretty good at guiding, guiding actors. Again, I kind of said that for Kyle, but he like, especially for emotional stuff, I feel like uh, Shannon is, is good at, at guiding their actors in scenes like that. See, see, yeah. Emotionally heightened scenes. Um, but yeah, I would, oh God, if David ever hears this, which I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you. I mean, you might. Well, um, I would love to work with him again. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's such a phenomenal industry, and I think like it's it honestly is an honor just to just to work on any project with any, with any of these people. Yeah. Like, oh my just, gosh. They're just every so time amazing. I'm hired, I'm like, I'm like, oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, it's always it's always a blast. Um, and people are incredibly kind. Um, yeah, I just I. I've sort of stuck, stayed in Houston. I, I definitely stayed in Houston for my voice acting. Um, so I don't know a lot of like the Dallas pool of people, which is a shame. I really want to get to know them. Um, but again, everyone knows everyone. So I mean, if I'm you, sure that. <laughs> I, I always make that joke where, where if you've worked on at least one or two shows in, in Texas, you would have run into like one person from the dallas group and, and one 100%. person from the at least voice actors yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and i mean i know david david works up in dallas as well which oh, come back to houston david um but like he uh yeah they just like the dallas pool is definitely yeah like dallas and houston intermingle all the time um especially with the remote recording stuff even la la is like all, all of the big voice actors are flying out between Dallas and LA and Houston, which good for them, I guess. <laughs> but that is amazing. I mean, I think that's the the one of the one of the big positives of having a lot of the a lot of the anime work be exclusive in 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 Texas is because you get you get that you get that sense of community, and it's it's both yes. a good and bad thing because. It's good because you know you have that sense of community. It's bad because again, it, it kind of limits the 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 type of work you can get if you're in yeah. that if you're in that area. Yeah, that's 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 fair. Um, there's type typecasting is definitely real. Um, something I really love about working with Shannon is he really he likes to take risks with actors. Um, so he'll give actors chances to stretch themselves with roles, um, which is really wonderful because you don't, I mean, that's not like an opportunity you get all the time. Um, so I've, I've had some really wonderful opportunities working with Shannon on, on projects that I was like, oh, wow, I, I, I may not have cast me in this, but I'm really, really glad that I was. And I'm going to give it my best shot. So. I mean, yeah, sometimes it's like, we kind of had someone in mind it didn't work out and 
you know, you kind of have to be, sometimes you get brought in there for, it's like, Hey, you know, we, we had someone else in mind. It didn't work out. Yeah. Uh, let's see what you can do. You know, and you have to be on your feet when that happens. Cause yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an 100%. Ever- I mean, for like, like when I was brought into audition for Irumui, um, I mean, it was right after I just, I recorded something else and um, Kyle just like pulled up, pulled up the the file and was like, here, read for this. And I was like, oh, okay. So um, that was like, I was like, oh, okay, little girl. Okay. Um, so it's a lot of that. A lot of like, here, just try this. Like, let's see what you can do. And that's always like, oh, that's, I mean, that's so exciting, but definitely a bit frightening as well, you know? I don't think in the moment you realize, like, it's an audition <laughs> all the time, you know? But but sometimes you have to be on, like, you have to get used to that because I've, I've talked to people, yeah. who, I've talked to people who've done anime who say like, oh, uh, that role you like me in? Yeah, that was like a one, that was like on the spot. That <laughs> was on the spot casting. One hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Consistently, like, um, it's it, like you. Some of my biggest, biggest roles. I don't know about that, but like, um, some of the roles I've been in that I just, they, yeah, they were just like, I was just, I was either just like brought in for it, or like it was like read for this. And it was like, oh, 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 okay, yeah, sure. And then they'll give me the little summary, and I'll be like, okay, okay. Um, which is, I mean, at first it was a bit nerve wracking. I mean, I'm a lot more used to it now. And frankly, it really helps to just not put stakes on it. Just to be like, I'm, I'm here for a good time, you know? Um, and some of my best performances, I feel like come out of that. No, and I, and I would always joke like, you know, even, even if you screw up, it's fine because no one watches the dubs anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that does make me feel better. <laughs> like I'm like I'm. I wonder um, how, yeah, how many people have seen it? But I um, I like to, I like to hope that at least some people have checked it out. Um, but at the same time, especially with my worst performances, ooh, I'm like, oh god, just praying, praying. Uh, nobody. Uh, Nobody clocks that as me. <laughs> that's that's why sometimes pe- actors go under a pseudonym. That's because it's like, yeah, I, I don't feel, I don't feel comfortable. I, I don't feel comfortable doing this. Or sometimes it's like, hey, I don't want to be bothered. Just put me <laughs> under additional voices. <laughs> additional voices, yeah, God. Do you, that's another thing is like you'll record one thing and then record additional voices for something else in like the same session, which is, I mean, that's, that is so fun. Being like, being like a little voice part, ooh, there's no stakes. You can just like do what you want. No one's going to be like, um, I think audience member number three was like really stilted. So, uh, again, here for a good time. <laughs> No, the, the wall sessions are always fun because especially yeah. when you get a group of people together and you just t- tell them like, okay, here's the context, go. And you just like <laughs> do whatever. <laughs> and sometimes the context is so insane. Oh, the craziest show I've been in. Um, um, God, I'm trying to remember what it was. It, it was, it was, um, oh God, it was, it was about these, uh, this guy who turned into a girl. <laughs> already already off to a strong start um 
not like not like a, a trans woman like um like like magically turns into a girl one day um and then there were i played like an 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 entrail animal i think it was called god what was the name of that show camphor camphor oh my god that show was absolutely insane absolutely insane every episode i was like i i cannot i couldn't even predict what what the hell is going to happen next i honestly i would i would recommend get drunk or something and watch that watch that show and watch it in dub because honestly i think the dub's pretty hilarious but um like the at the end not to spoil cuz i'm sure people are super invested in this show um like the 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 characters ride off in santa claus's sleigh I, okay sure uh why not <laughs> so <Anime>. bizarre <laughs> no really i was like oh okay okay like consi- god that show was wild Ugh. anyway that's probably the craziest show i've been in and and what was the best and worst advice you ever gotten as an actor <sighs> best and worst advice my best advice has been from some of the veterans just hearing my performances and and giving me some feedback on not like on how hard i hit my words because when i initially started I, I did theater before i did voice acting so i was very i enunciated and i was loud and i just i didn't hit things correctly um so they sort of walked me through kind of properly hitting vowels and softening my s's even though i still have an issue with that um and like help help me with little bits like that which was so kind of them um and the worst advice uh gosh i'm i i can't even i i'm trying to think of like the worst advice maybe like probably something i read on twitter god voice actor twitter is all over the place i i have a love hate relationship with it people when people post things they'll be like <laughs> i started my voice actor journey when i was blank years old and now look at me stuff like that i i'm trying to think i've definitely definitely read something on twitter where i was like i don't know about that mm i can't remember sorry i just went on a rant about about voice actor twitter all the all the love to my voice actors because i do it too i very much i buy into the to the look at me now stuff i definitely do it i'm a hypocrite uh, no i it's oh god that dumpster fire <laughs> I, know, I just it's every time i go on there i'm like i it's like a it's like a roller coaster people will be like my my best friend died yesterday um but here i am recording in the booth strong stronger than ever and i'll be like oh jesus christ um, that's awful i'm so sorry to hear about that and then like the next second it'll be like this is why i hate blah 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 and i think that that uh you'll never get a job if you do this and you'll never do it. and i'm like oh okay whoa all right it's just i don't know people are so intense um i get it though i mean i've posted things that that are similar it's always cool to see um what i do like about it though is seeing all the roles people have gotten that's always fun when people post about role announcements ah that's always so exciting i love hearing especially voice actors i i know and um sort of started out with ah seeing them like grow and get big roles is so exciting 
Oh no, that's always my favorite thing. Wherever I interview someone who has who doesn't have that many credits, and then they blow up, and it's like, well, <laughs> good for them. <laughs> that's so. Doesn't that feel great though? It's yeah. like, it's like I just I'm just so I'm happy that they're doing so well. Um, I mean, in in the same vein, I'm like hire me, but also, um, that's I'm just so I'm really just happy to see them doing well. So Twitter is definitely a roller coaster. Um, I would say take unless i'm i mean if they're working voice actors even people who may not be i don't know if you're working voice actors the advice could be good but in general um a lot of the advice on twitter from people i don't know it's just it's kind of a mixed bag i can't say whether it's good or bad or not but i've definitely run into stuff on twitter that i've been like i don't ooh, i don't know i don't know about that yeah, I, I because the thing with Twitter and in just in advice in general is you have to remember what worked for you is not going to work for so and so. Exactly. I, I, I've known people who have been voice acting since two thousand seven, and it did. It wasn't until like twenty twenty one did they get their first lead role. So it's wow. it's just you know understand that what worked for you isn't going to work for that person you know or exactly. what or you know no 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 one person's career is going to be the same like you you're not gonna there is no god i'm I, i'm going back to that to this like thing that i really really hate i really hate the i really hate the term dream role because yeah because they're just roles there are no dream roles oh you didn't get the I thing agree. you wanted to do Cool. Gosh. Here's another one. Here's like a billion other ones. Cause it's just there are no dream roles. It is just a role. <laughs> Come on. I one hundred percent agree. I one hundred percent agree. Um, it's it's I'm always very happy, especially for actors who hadn't gotten a big role previously, to have gotten one. Like that's always amazing. I I'm always so happy to see to see that because I'm like, oh, they're they're the directors are hiring out and like they're seeing auditions it's that just that's really refreshing and nice um but yeah in the same same vein it's like um yeah what does dream role mean you know um i mean i i've been very very lucky to have received roles that i've, I've really enjoyed um and really loved and fallen in love with characters um but yeah I, yeah, you're right. That is kind of a that is kind of a sweeping statement to make a dream role. And another thing I dislike is just this 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 mentality of you have to make it now or you're never gonna make it. Like no, like yeah, because I've known people who have been acting who who didn't officially start voice acting since 2012, and you know they did they didn't get like they didn't get into anime until like 2020. So it's like, I mean, getting your foot in the door is the hardest part. Oh, and and that's just anime. That's just anime. Just anime. If people <laughs> want to be voice actors in general, not to say that. Okay, that sounded really bad, but like you know what I mean. There, there is definitely a separation between like a traditional cartoon voice actor and an anime voice actor. There's absolutely there's a not only just in performances, but in the way they're recorded, the way they're done. Um, so yeah, it's like that is a whole other battle. You want to go into cartoon voiceover? Like that's that's an LA based thing pretty much. Um and not only that, but getting that's yeah, it's like 
Yeah, half of the battle. No, it's not even that. It's like I, I, because I know people who are in that area, like not not in LA, but like close to it, and they've auditioned mm. for animated projects, but like they didn't realize until like recently, like man, animated shit is hard to get into. It is like it's it's not only hard to get into, but it's like almost damn near impossible because. Mm-hmm. It is literally the luck of the draw. When people say it is the luck of the draw, it, they they they're not they, joking. They're they freaking mean it. Like you, you see someone on on like a Disney show or whatever, and think that 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 must that must have been something easy to get into. No, that was hard. Like you yeah, know, you you have to to get on one of those Disney shows. You have to build an impressive freaking resume. Or to get on any of those like animated shows, you have to like build one hundred percent. You ha- and and that goes you like you have to be like a, a that you have to be like a, a an actor. Like a that sounds that sounds bad because being an anime voice actor is being an actor. But I find that a lot of people in the voice acting industry sometimes they didn't even they don't even really have an acting background. They just happen to be really good at anime voice acting, which is really good. But um, yeah yeah you're exactly right it's like you have to be established in a lot of different ways and and what's more important is that you un you need to understand that building or an impressive resume doesn't mean like an impressive body of work it means being on time it means like being easy to work with it means like being able to give the the, the director what they want being hundred percent to, to under not only understand the material but like get it done in time like it's 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 a hustle. It's a grind, yeah. and it's not. It, it is not an easy business to get into. Let me tell you. No, <laughs> and, and maintaining it is is hard as well. Um, I mean, it's yeah. You're so right. It's the being on time, the being, uh, cordial, being being kind, getting like giving your director what what they need, what they want. Um, is, I mean, that's your job. So that's what you're hired to do. Um. So I just, oh God, one time I was, and this is one of the, okay, well, maybe from what I remember, the only time I was, I was late, this late before I just, I'd gotten the date wrong on the recording. I thought we were recording the next day and I got a call and they were like, where are you? And I was like, oh my God. And I had to drop what I was doing and like run to the, to to the recording studio, which was a terrible look. I felt so awful. But yeah, no, that even, like, I was like, um, I mean, that's, you know, oh, God, I'm so sorry my computer keeps making noises. Um, But it just, yeah, it's like, that was, God, I'm still embarrassed about it because it's like, again, it, it that is your job to to be on time, to to make their lives easier. So... Yeah. And and it's and it's interesting you mentioned like the anime performance. I think that's why that's why it's so jarring watching a show you know, watching a show that you originally watched subbed in dub because it's like everyone has that anime way of acting and it's oh, kind yeah. of and it's kind of ooh boy. I do too. <laughs> yeah, you got to get used to it. And um it really is like it's one of those things that you initially it can be jarring but just because they talk it with a certain inflection or a certain tonal quality um 
it you can I, you can get used to it i not to like because i don't think that objectively makes their performance bad it's just different you know um although i will say some of my performances have been objectively bad <laughs> um i'm sure every voice actor feels that way though oh I, Maybe. I, especially someone who started out like you know doing anime because because a lot of voice actors start out doing anime they cut their teeth in that you know via doing anime yeah and if you go back and watch like some of their early work oh boy a lot of it has not aged well no it and you know what like i have all the respect for it because i if you went back to the stuff i recorded when i was 14 even 18 it's uh it is a it is a pretty brutal listen um but I think that just shows that I, I, hopefully I've grown, grown a little bit. Um, but it, it is definitely like, it always makes me feel better to see a, a really established and good voice actor give, in their older roles, in their older performances that may not have been as good. Because I'm like, oh, thank God. Because I've had performances that similarly were just not great. Um, and... That just goes to show that like that those don't make you as a voice actor. Those don't necessarily mean you're a bad actor. It was just a bad performance. Yeah, and it happens, and some and and it's a learning experience. Like exactly, you, you think people like Kari Walgren and Steve Bloom were great off the bat. No, they had to learn from the ground exactly. up. <laughs> yeah, no, one hundred percent. And I, I also think that anime voice acting is stylistically, we kind of touched on this earlier, like very different from a lot of forms of voice acting, specifically because a lot of stuff, especially with cartoons and with all of that, you, you voice over to a storyboard and then the animators sort of work around your performance. While with anime, you're following up a performance, um, someone else's performance, someone else's lip movements. So the script has to follow the lip movements you have to follow the lip movements. So your inflection is sort of follows all of that and it can come off as kind of not human sometimes. Yeah, be, because you're trying to keep up with, with not only the Japanese version, Japanese performance, but also give your own take on the character. Exactly. It's not, it's not a sound alike. It's, it's, it's your own thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to teach myself that as well um definitely like you don't have to be as good as the original i mean maybe okay that's debatable but like i like for land of the lustrous the original performance is the sub is is phenomenal and i think the dub is quite good in and of itself like the, i think the actresses did wonderful um but it definitely i didn't even realize um how much of a following it had um and it's not, it's not super, super big, but it's like niche big, you know, people, people care about it. I care about it. I love the show. I love the manga. I love the story. Um, so following up, like the original voice actress, I think her name is Kurosawa. I don't remember. I'm so sorry. Aki. Oh God, I can't even remember. Um, shame on me. But she just did so phenomenal. And I know I didn't reach that, but but yeah, so following up the original Japanese voice actress's performance of Daya was really hard because, I mean, it was phenomenal. She did an amazing job. Um, and I don't think 
what I what I did was exactly what she did at all. Um, I I don't think it was as good, humbly, but I think I brought my own take to the character in a way um, that I hope some people connect with. Um, even though I, I sometimes I'm like, God, I do wish I could re-record some lines and I wish I could redo some stuff because it just doesn't, I just wouldn't have performed it the, the way I did now. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I do have to come to terms a lot of the time with the fact that like ugh, the Japanese voice actress, like, I mean, they're just, they're, they're really good. They know what they're doing and they brought something to the character and I brought something else. So. And and that's fine. Like, it's not like, I, I'm not here to try to convince anybody to prefer the sub or the dub over the, over each other. It's like, you know, you, yeah. You do you like honestly yeah. like one of the shows I've been watching recently was the um what was it Dragon Quest the Adventures of Die the, the you know I've been watching the the dub of that and I really like the dub of that because it's yeah. it's you know one of the few dubs that was done in Canada and I was like you know like, whoa a dub in Canada <laughs> yeah, that's like, crazy yeah, one of the one of the few modern dubs that was done in Canada, and I'm like, yeah, that's wait, wait, cool. wasn't four kids, wasn't four, you know, you you know the four kids dubs. No, uh, four kids was um uh, New York based. Really? Yep. Oh, ripped to four kids, because frankly, <laughs> but, yeah, okay, they people got beef with them, but that but like the memes, the things, what what we got from four kids, I think was so much more fruitful <laughs> than people give it credit for. No, I, I will say this. Look, you know, you say what's true about Yu-Gi-Oh, but Dan Green was the GOAT. Dan Green was the GOAT. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, come on, give it some credit. I didn't know it was New York-based. That's crazy. I thought it was based in Canada. No, no, New York. It was a New that's, York that's wild. Yeah, the New York dubbing scene, dead. Absolutely dead. Four yeah. kids with the bullet to the temple. Yeah, no, yeah, that was once that disbanded and everyone else and all those actors moved on to other projects... Yeah, it's done. Like it's it's non-existent and and it sucks. Like, Rip I mean, for it's him. I mean it's still there. Like the New York scene is still there, but like I don't remember the last time I watched like a New York based dub. I, I no, don't. I don't. I don't know any actors who fly out to New York. Are like I don't know. I don't hear of any. Like I don't get any auditions from New York. I don't get anything. So I have no clue if there's if there's a dub scene out there. Honestly, I hope there's a dub scene out there that's growing because. Um, I know a lot of people in New York and I know a lot of people who could, who could do that and who could dub and it would be nice to have a New York scene, but you know, I kind of, at the same time, I kind of really like that it's mainly in Texas. There's something charming and fun about it. I mean, it's, it's in Texas and, and then you have the people in LA who do the, the, the whole union dubs, uh, you know, you got your bang zooms yes. and your, um, anyway, um, before we get going, um, mm. is there anything you want you, uh, can you give us an update on what you're currently working on and where can people find you online? Of course. Um, what I'm currently working on, well, I just finished up a game that should be coming out in February. It's another JRPG. What a surprise. Um, and I really, really love my character. Character in it. It's 
it's a pretty big character. I've been, I've been very, uh, I got very lucky with this one. I've been blessed, blessed with this part. Um, and that it's, I, I haven't made an official announcement, but the trailer's out for it. And my voice is in the trailer. So I'm inclined to just say the name. Maybe I shouldn't though. Um, but it's, oh, I mean, I, maybe I won't touch that, but it's coming out. So that, that's happening. Um, check out Made in Abyss. The dub for that is great. Um, season two dub is out. It's available on High Dive. Um, and listen, if you don't have High Dive, you can watch it on Adult Swim or other ways. Not that I recommend that. Don't, I don't recommend that, but it's a good dub. So check it out. Um, what else? You can find me on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Um, and I have a website on Twitter as well. And you can, and I have my contact information if you want to reach me there. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. I only have like, I don't have a whole lot of followers. I'm no, I, not that I'm complaining. I'm very, <laughs> the number, I, I'm, I'm happy with the, for the people who have been willing to follow me, but I mean, ju- just you wait when you get like a really big project and you announce that, and then uh, <laughs> you just wait. We'll see. We'll see. I'm hoping. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, it's been really nice talking to you. Yeah, likewise. Um, thank you so much for taking the time off to do this. And if you of ever course. want to come back, you know, you know where to find me. One hundred percent. If you invite me back, I'll be back. All right, I can take- talk for hours. <laughs> yeah. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.